Hey, it's your host Omar. And it's your host Umar. And welcome to the Curiosity Project. Yes, welcome to another project. How are you doing? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> uh, before we uh, start, I just want to um, uh, give our little um, uh, precursor to the episode. Okay. Um, for anyone watching, this will come up on a Monday. Uh, you've almost certainly just seen the Prime Minister, if you're based in London in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've almost certainly just seen the uh, Prime Minister's announcement with regards to the next lockdown that we're about to go under. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely understand how this might be um, a worrying news to some people. Mm-hmm. I know it was definitely quite worrying for both you and I. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And, you know, quite upsetting, I think, also. Um, mm-hmm. You know, c- for two reasons, obviously. One, that the COVID virus is is spreading beyond control right now. Yeah. Uh, and number two, also, it's going to once again affect our lives. Uh, for some people, affect your livelihood. Um, yeah. And for most people, probably affect uh, your mental sanity. Yeah, in fact, affect you socially and mentally as well and psychologically. Um, yeah. However, we, we want you to know that, you know, we're all in this thing together. Yeah. Um, and during this this hour or so that you're listening to this episode, we want you to kind of dial out of all those worries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, join us for this conversation and really get into it with us. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe if you want, you can also open up your laptop as well. Maybe, you know, Google a few of the things that we talk about. <laughs> maybe lose yourself in a bit of a rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, that's always nice and fun sometimes. But really dial in with us. Get rid of all the other distractions. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all the noise in your head. Mm. Um, and just join us right now to kind of unwind and relax a little bit and have a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to just add that little precursor. I think it's important, particularly, yeah. you know, where we're going right now. <laughs> Def- definitely in current context, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to this week? Um, funny enough, because the weather's been quite... Not, it hasn't been as cold as usual, so we've uh, managed to uh, get in a couple of uh, cycle rides with the kids so cycled um twice twice this week actually and uh, what else we we did uh, we uh, been watching oh yeah we've been watching the witness statement from David Attenborough's witness statement and what did you think very good it, the, i love the way he he's added the timeline in terms of from when he started his career and how he's observed changes in the environment and in the in the different places he's visited in terms of species in terms of uh the the ecosystem how it's changed from the 1960s and 70s when he first started doing his shows compared to his last few shows in in recent times in the last decade and how the population has grown and how he puts it into context in terms of basically in the last 40 to 50 years what we've done in terms of ripping the planet apart but then he does uh, strike a balance in terms of there's there's pretend, there's definitely enough time still left for us as a human race to turn it back around yeah. and restore some of the damage that's been done. Yeah. So so I mentioned uh, in the last episode because uh, uh, I saw it last week. Yeah. And I've seen it a few times since then actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give you a few thoughts okay. that have changed of mine. All right. Uh, but what was your, I, I said that it immediately gave me this feeling uh, like halfway through of like extreme guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I felt really guilty. I felt really crummy mm-hmm. and I just wanted to know what I could do personally. Mm-hmm. What Did you experience any of that? No, no, you do feel definitely that, um, as, as a single person, what can you do to start the, 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 the chain, start the, ch- the change happening within your local environment and how can each family contribute towards that or each organization that you work for you do feel like it's shocking what we've done and how can i help yeah like how can i start putting things right and then also the the following one was the series which is called our planet of which which came out last year it and i'm halfway through that and that goes into a bit more detail in each episode some of the stuff he, uh, he uh he touches on in the witness statement and that's even more eye-opening in terms of that like how uh, delicate the ecosystems are in certain in certain parts, and how you just take one animal, um, you over harvest or you over basically hunt a certain species, and that's it. The whole ecosystem gets out of balance 
It's extraordinary how, how sensitive the ecosystem yeah, is. It's very know? sensitive. And like, I don't want to quote, I don't want to be a cliche and quote from the Lion King, you know, but it really <laughs> is like the circle of life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is the circle of life. You know, what does he say? That the we eat the antelope and the antelope then become yeah. the grass and then yeah. the, the, the antelope eat the grass and stuff like yeah. that. Like it really is that kind of sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I definitely think that our planet is amazing in kind of like conjuring these feelings of, of wonder. Mm-hmm. Just like my God, I didn't know that yeah. this planet has this kind of beauty. Yeah. yeah. Um, while um, uh, uh, a life on, uh, uh, gosh, sorry, what's it called? Uh, the the uh, David oh. Attenborough witness statement. Yeah. Uh, that conjures more feelings of uh, kind of desperacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's just like, uh, particularly those images. I I love the bit actually where it's a um, uh, uh, an image of a coral reef. Uh, which is flying over the coral reef and it looks actually quite majestic it looks quite mm-hmm. magical it's yeah. completely white yeah uh, and david attenborough himself admits that you know the um it looks as though that the coral reef has been snowed upon mm-hmm. and it looks quite beautiful okay but you need to remember that you're looking essentially at the skeleton of a coral reef it's dead isn't it yeah. that one yeah um yeah. Mm-hmm. it's been bleached over yeah uh, and and the moment he says that, immediately you realise, hang on a second, what on earth have we done? This has happened within his lifetime. Within one lifetime, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and he's not at the end of his lifetime. Oh, That's right. the thing. Um, and, you know, I have grandparents who, have, you know, are a relatively similar age to David hmm. Attenborough as yeah. well. So, yeah, same. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely worrying. However, even though I had really positive opinions of it, when mm-hmm. I first saw it, and yeah. I still have extraordinarily yeah. positive opinions of it, um, I I I do feel as though that there are a few bits that could have been a bit better. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like the, the the problem is is that he doesn't expose anything different. To what yeah. we already know. Yeah, it's nothing that we don't... There's nothing yeah. scientifically new. Everything that's in, in the witness statement, we already knew. <laughs> Some of the stuff he was saying, we used to get taught in biology lessons. That's right. In, and I'm going back to when I was in school, so like late 80s. Absolutely. And so if it was being taught back then yeah. as an issue, and it's going to impact the world, and it's still... No, no one's taken light of that. No. And even back then, so that's like 30 years and we still exponentially just carried on producing, burning oil, burning gas. And until it's just, it's, it's, and destroying forests. One of the biggest, like Borneo, the forest he mentions in yeah. there, for, was it 40% or 60% of it has been destroyed and been used for palm oil. That's right. Yeah, it's it's really quite um, uh, disheartening when you saw that image. Right? Yeah, that image of that the whole... direct uh, kind of boundary yeah, between correlation. the palm trees and the the the, the, the and wildlife. The wildlife on the other side. Really, really eye opening. Yeah. Uh, eye opening. Like I said, I thought there were downsides to it, but I think for ninety five percent of the uh, people who are going to see it, they're not going to see those downsides. No. no. Um, all they're going to feel is that I need to do something. Yeah. And to be honest, I did something. Mm-hmm. I wrote a blog post. Yeah. Oh yes, um, yeah. You, you, you've referenced that quite well. This... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, like this week, uh, mm-hmm. what did I get up to apart from work and the usual bits and pieces? Uh, I wrote another blog post. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's up. I'm going to put that in description. Please yeah. check it out, guys. Yeah. Um, I put a lot of effort into it. It mm-hmm. took me a while to research it. Um, I did a lot of research on it actually. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, just chuck your comments in the in the in the bottom. Yeah. Um. So I did that. Uh, I also started a new TV series. Okay. Called nice. Riviera. Riviera. Have you heard of it? No. It's bloody fantastic. Okay. It's great. I really like what's, it. What's it about? Riviera. Just a quick oh, synopsis. It's uh, set in the Côte d'Azur in France. Okay. So which I I think is is uh, very South close to Monaco. France. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's about this family that own a bank, okay. uh, extraordinarily wealthy family. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, patriarch of the family dies. Okay. Uh, and it's about the mess that he's left for his family to then deal with. Is it certain modern times or, yes. okay. Um, mm-hmm. and it's about 
the mess that he's just left, left for his family, the family and okay. the mysteries and the gray areas about his dealings and his personal life and, oh, all, okay. and everything kind of comes to the surface and yeah. it's very interesting mm-hmm. it's really great uh quite realistic actually you see yeah. a lot of these things happen in business okay um and is it one one series uh, or no i think there's three couple... seasons out okay now, three I seasons think, yeah. okay uh, it's on Sky Atlantic. Uh, I'm watching it, it on Now TV. Uh, oh. Now TV, send the check. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Now TV, okay. Uh, but uh-huh. um, but yeah, uh, it's that that's really good. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of TV shows like Billions. Have you seen Billions? I've heard of Billions. Yeah, it's Haven't... great. Okay, it's so fantastic. It's, like it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also read a book as well. Yeah. Uh, which was a great book. It's called The Particle at the End of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the search for the Higgs boson. Okay, that Higgs yeah, boson. we know about really, that. Yeah, um, and it's written by Sean Carroll. Great book. Um, yeah. There's not really much to say about it, to be completely honest. If oh. you're into physics, you'll love it. Okay. Um, if you're not into physics, it might lose you. Okay, you might lose. It. To so be it's completely quite honest. scientific. I wouldn't say so. No. I would say it's quite in depth, though. Okay. Um, I would mm-hmm. say that. Um, the 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 stories that he's going through. Yeah. Uh, can be quite in depth sometimes. Okay. And sometimes I saw I found myself not only skipping lines but skipping entire paragraphs. All right. Because I'm just like I don't really want to know too that much, much detail. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know I'm not a physicist. Yeah. I'm not you know a, a scientist. I'm, yeah. I'm not really a, I'm not a mathematician. Okay. Uh, can we please just hurry up and just get to the point now, please, yeah. mate? Okay. Um, yeah. There's only so much information you can tell about that. Mm-hmm. So there we go good book like okay. i said look if you're into science and stuff like that give it a read yeah uh you probably will do the same as me you'll probably skip through most of it okay um <laughs> but um yeah good book mm-hmm. uh really good book actually yeah um so i did that and uh that was it really okay uh to be to be completely honest i think i think that was about it but um with regards to the topic today to topic yeah what's the topic today I'm actually really excited for this one. Okay. So we've got a list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of um uh, of podcast ideas. Yeah. So whether we're texting or we're on the phone or maybe I'm eating lunch or something like that. Yeah. If we mention something or mm-hmm. if I think of something, I'll go on that list. Yeah. And I'll just add it. Yeah, you just add it to it. Yeah. Yeah. And one by one, we tick them off if we yeah. think they're adequate enough yeah. to, to make it to you guys to make it to our listeners to you guys mm-hmm. and um the thing is, is that this episode sometimes episodes can stay on that list yes for, for a very long a very time. long time yeah because uh, what happens is we have other ideas we have certain things that are maybe a bit more current and then sometimes we end up with a series as well which interlink exactly and then we have to do the follow-on episode because we've done the research and it doesn't make sense to release it too late absolutely so sometimes we've had to do double episodes back to yeah, back that's a good point actually yeah. uh, just like what we recently did with yeah the hi-fi. yeah the hi-fi ones yeah. back to back. um so you know look things come up and stuff yeah. like that and yeah. it, it is what it is uh but this ep- this episode in particular has mm-hmm. been on the list i think maybe since no, the, when we first started when we first started back yeah because yeah, this was we're... one of our first ideas actually yeah. um because I remember what we did is, do you remember we sat on the dining table? I'm sure it was and, in the first uh, month. That's yeah. right. It was in the first month or two. Yeah. Uh, we sat on the dining table and we started brainstorming ideas. Mm-hmm. And we we only came up with ideas of topics that me and you were already passionate about. Mm-hmm. Since then, we've done loads of episodes that me and you, maybe you didn't know about, maybe yeah. I didn't know about. Yeah. Like, or some of them that neither of us knew about. Exactly. Until, yeah. And we just have to learn about it yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Um, but this one is is probably not one of those. This one is one that we know about. Yeah. Um, and one that we've spoken about privately. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've spoken about. I've definitely spoken about it with people. I'm yeah. very vocal about this. One of the few things I'm actually quite vocal about. <laughs> and that is whether or not we actually have freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. This is a very divisive subject. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely all the buzz right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am extraordinarily excited to be talking about this today with you yeah. on this episode. Yeah. Um, and I'm also very excited, uh, because I'm, uh, when we release this, which will be on Monday, mm-hmm. um, in the next few weeks, I'll also be releasing a blog counterpart. 
okay, to, to go episode, to complement this, to complement this yeah. episode. Okay. Um, so what I would like you guys to do is in the next few weeks, I would very much like it if you want to leave a comment on this episode. And I'm saying this now so we don't forget later on. Mm -hmm. Go to the blog and leave a comment under the blog. On the blog it's, yeah, of it's this the, episode. It's yeah. the best place for both um, me and you mm -hmm. to see the, the, your comments. Okay. Um, I know a lot of you email in comments and stuff like that. But it's much better for you to just go to the blog and leave your comments there. Okay. Um, there's a podcast section on there. You can leave comments below that. For the podcast. For the well. podcast. Yeah. So if you go to the website. Yeah. Yep. Then you can go to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we can curate your, your comments through yeah. there. Yeah. So it's really effective for us. Mm -hmm. So tell me, do you think we have freedom of speech? In what platform are you talking about? In a platform, I'm talking about generally speaking Gen on planet Earth. On planet in Earth, 2020. It's, it depends. Some in some contexts you do, and some places you probably don't. Um, like if you're talking about social media platforms, there there probably isn't as much freedom of speech as compared to if you were going to maybe a, a park and starting a, a, a speech or a talk there on a certain topic. Okay. You might have more freedom compared to what, on a what, platform. What, according to you, what is freedom of speech? What would you regard as freedom of speech? Um, basically having, uh, no, having the ability to share your thoughts or your feelings on a certain topic or an issue uh, and being able to express them without being uh, suppressed or without hiding some of those feelings because you might cause offence, maybe. So... So here's the interesting thing. Mm -hmm. So when when uh, in the in the past I've given a definition similar similar to that. Yeah. Uh, but over time I've kind of understood. Changed it. Um, yeah. yeah. So just so people don't understand, my background is law. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast before, or whatever. Uh, um, but yeah. uh, mm -hmm. through education, I, I yeah. you know uh, my trade is is law. Law. Yeah. Um, even though I work in tech now. Mm -hmm. um, and I've worked in a few other fields, it's, yeah. it is law. Mm -hmm. And that definition kind of uh, blurs a few boundaries be between freedom of speech and hate speech. Yeah, hate speech. Um, so I'll tell you what my definition is. Mm -hmm. And um, and this is a point maybe where, where it might be a bit different to your one. Mm -hmm. uh, my definition is being able to share your opinion, mm -hmm. uh, to share your thoughts yeah. uh, within the parameters Mm -hmm. of um uh, uh of of hate speech yeah yeah With, yeah within the parameters yeah. of that yeah so without so there's there's one thing of um uh, uh offending people mm -hmm. with your opinion yeah i'm not interested in that if i'm mm -hmm. completely honest yeah if you're offended by my opinion mm -hmm. please by all means let's engage in a discourse okay so let's debate Okay, debate on that. Let's yeah. talk about why you have a problem. Mm -hmm. But if you're exhibiting things like racism, yeah, if you're that, exhibiting, yeah, things yeah, like that, that stuff is out of like xenophobia, yeah, xenophobia too, or um, anti-religious stuff or too, yeah, so really extreme sense of yeah. bias towards yeah. exactly like that. That is, I, I think that in itself. So that's why I asked, what do you think freedom of speech is? I don't think a lot of people actually know what freedom of speech mm. is. I think most people think that freedom of speech is the ability to say what you want mm -hmm. without repercussion. Yeah. That is not freedom of speech. No, no, no. Um, the, f the fact that you have freedom of speech means there will be a repercussion. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of freedom of speech, right? Yeah. Um, there are countries where if you go out, uh, for example, in a lot of Middle Eastern countries, mm -hmm. or if you go to a dictatorial regime, yeah. Um, you know, in some of the African countries mm -hmm. and you say something against a certain leader, yeah. you can be killed for that. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah. Um, and that is a language suppression. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that movie uh, um, or, or book rather 1939. Okay. Yeah. Um, by George Orwell, mm -hmm. uh, where um, the way that they control people is by controlling the dictionary. Controlling the language. Yeah. Yeah. So they take words out of the dictionary. So you can't use them to yeah. express your feelings. Or yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So okay. if you take certain adjectives and words out of the dictionary, yeah. all of a sudden you control what people can say. Yeah. And therefore you control their thoughts. Yeah. You control the thoughts. That's the whole concept of the whole book. Yeah. Yeah. So like. 
um, I want to create this distinction because we do have freedom of speech in its basic yeah because our lang our language is not controlled in terms yeah. of and we we don't live in a dictatorial regime yeah you know we don't live in 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 a, in, in a country where our government uh, are sending Gestapo out into the street <laughs> no you yeah know, you don't have that and arresting yeah. and yeah. and killing people yeah uh, who but are I've, saying certain things yeah but that i think that's where and you know you just touched on the legal aspect i think that's where people get confused with freedom of speech by 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 saying you should have the ability to say anything and cause offense and 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 then that they consider that as freedom of speech you have the ability to be able to say anything under the sun so then that's why they so when you start saying you can't say uh, um, stuff about certain religions, you can't say stuff about certain uh, creeds or then they see you're controlling freedom of speech. But it's not controlling freedom of speech. Exactly. Look, look, here's the thing, chaps. OK, um, uh, I'm going to talk as a lawyer for a second. OK, yeah. listen, you've got the I think it's the Anti-Terrorism Act. It was either I think it's 2006. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a particular act, which yeah. is. Uh, forbidding uh, things, uh, uh, speech that is there to create acts of terror. Yeah, incite okay? hate, incite If you're violence. Anjum Chowdhury, okay, yeah. and you're going out there yeah. and you're standing on a plinth yep. and you're saying to your people, we need to go out and we need to do so and so and we need to, you know, do these things and strap this to your body yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, you know, convincing someone like a, um, uh, a Michael Adialaba or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, to go out and behead people. Mm -hmm. That is not a good thing. That is against the law. Exactly. Okay. That yeah. is illegal. That that yeah. that is not an infringement. You know, being arrested for that is not an infringement uh, of your freedom of, of speech. No, because that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, that is against the law. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the same way where you have the right to express your feelings, mm -hmm. you do not have the right if you're feeling upset and sad that day, or you're feeling particularly upset against a particular type of person, mm -hmm. to go out and inflict violence on that particular person. Mm -hmm. It is not your right to do that. No. You have the ability to do that. Yeah. Because you have control over your own body, yeah. or at least most people do. Yeah. Um, but you do not have the right to do that. Mm -hmm. It is not an infringement on your, on your, um, on your right rights. to do so, on your yeah. human rights. Yeah. Um, it is just there to protect society yeah. and your community. Um, if you look at uh, section 127 of the Communications Act mm -hmm. as well, yeah. okay, it makes it very, very clear in there that you cannot, uh, in social media, mm -hmm. engage um, in grossly obscene and offensive language, speech, speech and language. Yeah. Okay. Discussing religion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Saying, for example, that we don't believe that uh, Islam is a religion of peace, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. which is a common debate. Mm -hmm. We don't believe uh, that, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Um, these are uh, acceptable lines of discussion, I believe. Debates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether or not you should burn a book yeah. uh, is an acceptable line of discussion as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there are always going to be people who will find things offensive. Mm -hmm. You and I have said many things in our previous episodes that I'm sure there are a group of people who find offensive. Uh, if any uh, Trump supporter listens to any of our previous Trump episodes, yeah, they the... will find it extraordinarily offensive. Yeah, all our Trump episodes. If yeah. you're a Trump supporter, you'd find most of those episodes yeah. very offensive. Exactly. But it yeah. is our right to be able to express our opinion in a um, uh, manneristic way. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, ex um, uh, exercising a certain level of compassion mm -hmm. without overstepping a certain boundary. Yeah, boundary. You know, and that's very important. Yeah. Um, and I'm very grateful that we do have that freedom, freedom of speech yeah. to be able to express ourselves yeah. just like that yeah. in this country. I think those episodes, the ones on the Trump, they show how freedom of speech, we're using freedom of speech to express our views and opinions. But we're not n annihilating that persona of that person by going into his religion or his uh, um, racial background. Okay. But not overstepping the mark in terms of uh, crit critiquing him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, like I said, you know, uh, it's, it's important to critique. It's important to question. Yeah. Um, which is why I do not like it uh, when uh, certain groups take extreme offense to someone's words yeah. and they decide to target 
and destroy an individual yeah. for words they have said. Yeah. There is a legal system mm-hmm. that is there to deal with things like that. Yeah. Uh, we do not have a situation in this country where you can make, where we have something called citizen's justice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone does not have the right to exercise citizen's justice. So it's like citizen's arrest. Yeah, so citizen's citizen justice. Yeah. Okay. Like you yeah. do not have the right to run up to somebody and, and say, say, I am making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> okay. We do not live in that kind of world. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Uh, we have something called due diligence. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we have something called innocent until proven, proven guilty. guilty. Yeah. Yep. Um, we, we have these systems in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so please let the legal systems, the judicial uh, system. Do their work. Deal with these kind of people. Yeah. They are not there for you to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, this this um, horde uh, mentality that people are taking now, where one person says something and a thousand people out of nowhere mob this person. Yes. online um because of their views i think this is this is unacceptable but yeah. um here's the thing like mm-hmm. i said in this country we are lucky that we have a basic level of freedom of speech yeah we are lucky yeah and i want to make that very clear yeah um i mean this podcast is listened in certain countries um i mean we're, we're in uh we're, we're in quite a few countries yeah now. we're in quite a few countries yeah. and some I think of we're the... in about 20 different countries actually we we should do a count we haven't done a count on the different countries. i know it's around 20 yeah I would, I would have to agree definitely it's over that mark yeah and in some of those countries are in areas where there are more restrictions very much so yeah completely agree yeah. i completely agree so we are lucky yeah that we are in the uk mm-hmm. we're in london yeah you know and uh, we, we don't have those kind of restrictions to a certain extent. Yeah. Now, let's talk about where jurisdictions end. Okay. Online. Online. That is where no government has jurisdiction. Control. Yeah. yeah. No authority mm-hmm. has sovereignty. Yeah. Um, and no one has prerogative. Mm-hmm. What the hell? What is going on, mate? It's like the Wild West. It's the Wild West. Online. It's the yeah. Wild West. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's yeah. kind of like the equivalent of the art market. Yeah. You know, it's like the only unregulated market in the left world. In the world. <laughs> no, it's not. The internet is. <laughs> you know, literally, yeah. like people are scared of the dark web. Yeah. Mate, the internet is like not regulated anyway. No one cares. Things no happen one... on the internet that people don't even know about. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Are we free? To say whatever we want on the internet. Mm-hmm. That depends. It depends. If you're on Twitter, they'll probably take your stuff down. Yeah. On Facebook, they'll take your stuff down. Maybe a bit later. Maybe a bit later. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. there are issues with regards to people um, discussing certain things about political parties in America. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, they and, and Google, in fact, yeah. I, I do believe that Google actually uh, favours the left over the right. Okay. On their search results. Okay, on the search results. Yeah. Okay, so, so they prioritise. Yeah. So if someone yeah. searches something like Joe Biden, yeah. that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, Joe Biden. Yep. Um, positive things will come first. Oh, if someone searches okay. Trump... More negative stuff. Uh, I think there was a situation where someone searched Trump and only pictures of Trump is an idiot came up or something like that, <laughs> which was weird. Okay. Um, but is that because there's a large volume of more negative stuff out there against um, him? Well, maybe? Uh, Sundar Pichai, who's the um, CEO of, of Google uh, uh, Alphabet, okay. uh, which is the parent company of Google. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did say that there's algorithmic things and it's just like whatever people are really searching for, for if they're searching for negative things and more negative things more will negative come, up come up to the top. Yeah. Because that's just what people are demanding. Prioritize. It's just a supply and demand. Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I disagree. Uh, but we'll get into that in another episode. All right. Okay. Um, but uh, look, here's, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, we can say anything we want to a certain extent. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Freedom of speech, in my opinion, I'm going to say something. I'd like to get your opinion on this. Okay. Freedom of speech is applicable as long as you're saying what everyone else wants to hear. In on an online social platform. Yeah. And we can talk physically as well, because yeah. I think it's the same physically as well. Yeah. It's more acceptable in current times. It's more acceptable uh, to say like what everyone thinks about Trump or. Yeah, to a certain degree, I, I agree with you because they are um, in certain certain platforms or certain uh, 
certain situations you you will have the freedom of speech provided that you provide uh, the viewpoint or the angle that that group or, or that platform uh, prefers you to say so if you're in i don't know if you're in a, a more of a conservative environment and you're you're bringing up ideas of communism or uh, that kind of uh, uh, those kind of topics in in that envi- environment it might not be acceptable yeah. and so it's it you have freedom of speech within the boundaries of the walls of the cube that you're in yeah absolutely so. like but you know what i think it's even worse than that mm-hmm. i'll tell you why do you remember that idea that i was telling you about where where i was talking to you about um uh, an idea with regards to uh, idea labs versus echo chambers yeah okay so um i think it it might be something similar going on here okay yeah definitely um now let's say let's use that example that you just said where you've got a lot did you say a lot of conservatives yeah okay let's say you've got a lot of politically conservative individuals conservative okay? or republicans yeah whatever. yeah now because the opinion of that group is so strong online yeah okay you may be uh, encouraged to think their way yeah purely because of the fear that you have of being potentially targeted mm-hmm. and destroyed and destroyed yeah uh, as a result of expressing your opinion yeah um so 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 in that way it's kind of controlling your thoughts yeah okay uh, we can even go a step further and this is going to tie in with mm. uh, the documentary that i mentioned a few episodes ago the social dilemma yeah yeah um where are you truly um saying what you really want to say mm-hmm. uh, or are you saying what your social media platforms are influencing you through targeted marketing yeah are they influencing your thoughts and therefore your speech so mm-hmm. do you truly have freedom of speech mm-hmm. like that's like completely yeah, on a, another that, level yeah yeah like what what do you think no it depends it depends if you are influenced by those the way those targeting media platforms how work. can you not be though no, if you're not in in them, yeah, but that's it, different though, isn't yeah. it? Not being influenced by them and yeah. not having a, a social no, no, media yeah. account is completely if, different. Yeah, the what the people who are who do have the so a social media account on a certain platform will be heavily influenced by them over time. You you just get indoctrinated and you won't realize you're getting indoctrinated and your viewpoints. You tend to like how you say you will follow follow the village, so you'd have uh, y- your viewpoints will morph into a more acceptable viewpoint in order yeah, but, to but, but, be but like my, my, my question was like do you think that that um uh, is an infringement on freedom of speech because like are you actually having your own thoughts and therefore mm. saying what you think d- d- i think it is then or def- are you just regurgitating what your social p- media platforms algorithm maybe wants you to think yeah the algorithm is influencing your freedom of speech so it's controlling you so then it is in a way it definitely is an infringement on your normal behavior totally i agree because over time they've caged you up and it's and it's not letting you flourish how you would have normally fr- fr- flourished if you if you wasn't uh, under those peer pressures or under the that influence magnet that's been uh, sucking your energy towards their thought thought process yeah i'm totally with you like i definitely think it's an infringement on uh, freedom of speech you yeah know? um and I know it sounds quite, uh, you know, like conspiracy theory type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really isn't like, you know, these big tech companies are doing things like targeted marketing yeah. um, and they have advertisers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're pl- places like Facebook okay, yeah. and Google are, are paid by their advertisers. Like I said in the last episode, yeah. the users are not the client for Facebook. The advertisers are the client. Yeah, they're the all customer. The, all the advertisers are the yeah. customers. Yeah, you're not paying for Facebook. No, you're not paying for Instagram, mm-hmm. which means you are not. You, you are the product. You're the product. Yeah, all the the, the different, all the members, all the people that are on there are the product. Yeah, the volume of people. Exactly. You're the product. You're not the customer. You're not no. the client. The client is the advertiser who's paying for the advertising services yeah. of these infinitely powerful marketing tools. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that's the thing, right, is that they are then taking that information and they're pushing it towards you mm-hmm. the same way. And we saw this happen, right? We saw a huge infringement on freedom of speech with regards to Brexit. Yes. Okay? Yep. We yep. saw that. 
Yeah. We saw where this false information was being pumped through. A false narrative was being played yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Over through time. Facebook. Yeah, through Facebook. Uh, because they were being paid by certain marketing uh, teams. You know, mm -hmm. of course, Mr. Dominic Cummings was involved in that. Yes, of this course. This was the whole Cambridge Analytica scandal. Yeah. It was involved in the Trump election as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe Russia was involved. We don't know. Yeah, uh, allegedly. But, uh, allegedly. Yeah. But uh, what we do know is we do know that there were huge amounts of money that were being put into advertising. False information was being funneled in. Fake mm -hmm. news was being funneled in yeah. to people's screens. Mm -hmm. Essentially, we're all cyborgs. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, listen, when I forget my phone, I have missing limb syndrome. Exactly. You have an addiction to it. You need, you need it there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's almost like I've forgotten a limb. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that it's like part. So, essentially, we are cyborgs. It's just that, the, you know... It's detachable right now. Yeah. You know, at the sure, moment, yeah. <laughs> next, the ne next generation will be built in. Hey, listen, look, our, it's already released. Onto I don't, our have, forearms. You, have you seen uh, Neuralink? No, I haven't seen you need, We'll check that out okay. afterwards. Um, Neuralink is something I've been following really closely for okay. a while. Uh, Elon Musk's recent project. Okay. The next it's an implant that goes into your head. Yeah. Uh, and it basically connects you into the cloud. Through your brain. Straight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, so they do a, a operation in the back of your head okay, okay. where they feed cables yeah, yeah. into your brain. Okay. And essentially, it increases the bandwidth of your brain oh. and turns you into a supercomputer. That's you've been so you've been simulated by the Borg. That's the next. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, oh my God. like it's 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 quite it's quite uh, fa uh, fantastic actually what it can do because yeah. you know a lot of motor neuron diseases or like uh, uh, paralysis mm -hmm. uh, is to do with like severed yeah severed um, nerves severed nerves yeah this apparently is able to allow your brain to communicate to those nerves to heal themselves. Okay, so it can reconnect. So those even nerves quadriplegics up. can start to walk again. Okay. Uh, as a result of this implant, so it's unbelievable, okay. right? That's like that's limitless amazing. stuff. Yeah. That is limitless. Yeah, it's like Lucy or something. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, but yeah, anyway, getting back onto path, like we are basically cyborgs, okay? Yeah. Uh, we all have a smart device, whether it be a laptop or a phone. Bloody hell, like, you know, most of us, the majority of most us of have us social have media phone. accounts yeah, as well. Yeah, social media accounts. Um, and we're influenced and we were seeing that with the false narrative that were plugged to these people. Yeah. Therefore... These thoughts were plugged into their head. Mm -hmm. It changed their minds. It changed their thoughts. Yeah. Therefore, it changed what they said and it changed their actions. Mm -hmm. They decided to vote for Brexit. Yeah. Which actually, uh, a statistic came out recently, which is uh, Brexit has cost us more than all the years of membership with the EU put Seriously? together. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that stat. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> That's shocking. Yeah. Like yeah. Brexit has cost us more. Then all the years of membership that, that we've membership paid put together. Since the 1970s. Or si put together. Yeah. yeah Everything put together, it's cost us more than that. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, so that's the thing. We've seen mm -hmm. how this can alter your thoughts and therefore alter your speech. Yeah. So technically, do we have freedom of speech in the real world and in the digital world? Not really. Not really, because it's been controlled. Yeah. Uh, it's been influenced. Of course it's being influenced. So it's you, not being controlled. Not controlled. It is being influenced. It's been influenced. Yeah. And they're, uh, they're trying to control it, but initially it's been influenced. And then you're, you're led down a certain rabbit hole, as you say. Totally. Or you've been narrowed in a certain viewpoint and you're not as as broad as your, current, your thinking would have been if it wasn't Absolutely. Now, let's say you're a strong chap. Yeah. Okay, let's say you've got an extraordinarily strong mindset. Let's say you're like yourself. You don't have social media. Yeah, okay? or, yeah some people um, don't. Yeah. You know, you're just not into that. Yeah. You're not interested in having an Instagram account. Yeah. You have no need for a LinkedIn. No. You have no need for a Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, let's say you're one of those, and there are quite a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, fine. Mm -hmm. um, you're... You have an opinion. Yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden you decide, you know what? Uh, I'm going to create a Twitter account and I'm going to put that opinion out there. Yeah. Uh, an opinion that has not been influenced by what? targeted marketing. By targeted marketing. This is yeah. your own opinion yeah. and this is you exercising your freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden. Yeah. You have all hell. Bombarded. Seven layers of hell raining down on you. <laughs> okay from yeah. all these social justice warriors all those trolls yeah yeah uh, and and but the thing is is that like sure they're trolls and stuff like that but there are some genuinely like 
you know, credible people who start attacking people like celebrities. Yeah, and, yeah, celebrities you know, as well. academics as yeah, well. Yeah, Some yeah. of them get involved. My yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. All of a sudden you have seven hells mm -hmm. raining down on your head. Yeah. You have, you know, acid rain <laughs> burning through your skull. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, though, is uh -huh. that you don't have a mob following you like no. they did back in the 60s and 70s and 80s and yeah, 90s. Yeah. What you have is you have a never-ending barrage of um, negative messages. information, yeah, yeah. threats, harassment, threats, yeah. constantly through your um, uh, 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 your digital implant, which is your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is with you while you sleep. All that is time. with you while you eat, while you mm -hmm. go to the toilet. Mm -hmm. It is with you all the time. Yeah. Now, that is, there's a word for that, cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Okay, have you heard of that? Can say that again? Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that. Uh, it's where someone has a thought. Yeah. So, for example, let me give you an example. Yeah. Um, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Recently uh, decided to go on Twitter, I think, and talk about her transphobic views. Okay, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, she basically said that trans people... Mm -hmm. Uh, are not genuine women or not genuine men. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So, for example, a trans woman mm -hmm. is not a real woman. Yeah. She went on Twitter and, and said, she said they that. are not real women. Yeah. They are men. Okay. Because that's what their chromosomes say. Okay. Now, biologically, she's correct, mm -hmm. according to science. According to science, yeah. Yeah. Which we don't believe in anymore, apparently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. But, um, yeah. you know, according to science, that is correct. Yeah. But according to, you know, the kind of, I guess you could call social sentiment, mm -hmm. um, it is incorrect to say that. Yeah. Because you're not respecting their views. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so she was basically destroyed online. Okay. Um, her deals were cancelled for her. her. Whatever uh, sponsorship she had probably got Got cancelled. Yeah. Um, I think she had a book release. I think a lot of publishers pulled out of that. Pulled out, yeah. Uh, I think she had backlash from Harper Collins, which yeah. has been her long-term publisher. Yeah. This is cancel culture mm -hmm. because people didn't like what cancel she had culture. to say. So all of those groups and networks basically were of the opinion that her views were so extreme they had to pull the plug. Basically, yeah, they yeah. didn't want to be seen seen to be associated a, with that. Absolutely, with that thought, basically, with that with that school of thought. Yeah. Uh, I have a problem with this. Mm -hmm. I do have a problem with this because once yeah. again, I genuinely believe that this is an infringement of on freedom, freedom of speech. speech. That, yeah. It is her right that school thought, to say yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And it is nobody else's right to tell her that she shouldn't have said that. Yeah. It is absolutely the right of sponsors and stuff like that to pull out. No problem. Yeah. The same way when Tiger Woods exercised his indiscretions against his wife. Yeah. Um, all of, of a sudden, sponsors. Gillette... And all the other sponsors decided to drop out. out. Yeah, that is absolutely their. Um, uh, yeah, that is absolutely their prerogative. Yeah, right. But it is not anyone's prerogative to say to Tiger Woods, "You shouldn't have cheated on your wife." It is not anyone's uh, prerogative to say to J.K. Rowling, "How dare you believe that?" Yeah, her beliefs are not illegal. No, that's her beliefs. She yeah. believes in that, so she should be entitled to. And she's just vocalized those beliefs on yeah. him. As far as I'm concerned, um, the, the thing is, is that she has propagated a scientific, biological, anatomical fact. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what the problem, I can understand how that may cause offence, mm -hmm. but I don't understand how it can cause the kind of storm that it's created. And it's, it's because of this cancel culture that's come out. Yeah. You understand? It's, yeah. it's, it's just come out. Like, I'm going to use a phrase that you like to use. It's, okay. and, I, and I've recently really enjoyed it, actually. Okay, which phrase? You know, it's, all, these, all these people are just coming out of the woodworks. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's really quite worrying for me because yeah. what this is doing is it's, it's beating opinion out of people. And it's turning people uh, out of individual thinkers into group thinkers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the worst thing. So it's creating a group herd mentality, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I like the way you put that, yeah. actually. That's exactly what it's doing. Mm -hmm. It's creating this herd mentality, yeah. which is completely destroying individual think thinking. Mm -hmm. It's completely destroying it. Yeah. Um. So look, like, you know, do, once again, I'm going to ask the question, do we have freedom of speech? And I'm not being specific here. I'm talking about in the real world mm. and in the digital world. Yeah. 
based on those examples and those the case study just articulated it just it it waves more weighs more to the other side that we have the perception of having freedom of speech because we're living in the west and we've we're sold this ideology uh, that we do have freedom of speech but then when you come down to the crux of it the mechanics of actually uh utilizing the freedom of speech it it comes more apparent that it's it we don't we don't have we have the the marketing image of freedom of speech but then when it actually comes down to the physical uh attributes of uh using freedom of speech it, it seems like we don't we don't have it Absolutely. as apparently absolutely so it's more more like it's, the, it's it's an illusion of freedom of speech yeah it's an illusion it truly is an illusion it's a mirage of sorts yeah. you know um and it's not good it's not good because um you know there there are um you know certain situations mm -hmm. which are genuinely wrong like i said as a lawyer there are very very uh, specific acts and laws in place to protect people from being um to undergo hate crimes mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it is important for people to remember the differentiation and education, education, education is the key here. Yeah. You know, education people, please, for mm -hmm. God's sake, educate yourself what a hate crime is. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you, okay, just give, give me an opinion on anything. It could be something silly. Something silly? Yeah. Just give me an uh... opinion that you have. Something silly. I was just trying to think of something silly. Okay, let me give you an example. Ford. Okay, uh, you've yeah. got a Mercedes, right? Yeah. Okay, I believe BMWs are the best cars in the world. Okay, that's your opinion. Okay, yeah. is that a hate crime against people who own Mercedes? No. There we go. Yeah. Okay. No. So that's not a hate crime. No, I don't think so. So there we go. We have yeah. one example that's yeah. not a hate crime. Yeah. That is an example that in the past, uh, something similar has been regarded as a hate crime. As a hate crime? Yeah. So on that level. So for example, if someone was to go out and say, okay. I believe... That Hinduism is the one and only religion and that the God that we follow is the one true God. Yeah. That is regarded as a hate crime. Mm -hmm. This is not a hate crime. Mm -hmm. This is an expression of your own beliefs. Expression of your belief. Yeah. yeah. This is not harming yeah. anybody. Yeah. So people need to calm. <laughs> <laughs> people need to calm. No, no, but then I think you're right. It's also before social media i think there's more controlled thought processes and now social media amplifies things and then also because of 24-hour news coverage as well some sometimes people don't sit to think and uh digest the uh, the the opinion or the thoughts of that person and they just go oh my god they've said that i need to retaliate immediately they retaliate immediately and then it just escalates and it just spirals out of control and then the original context of the the statement is blown out of context and then it just it just the uh, the so then it just gets amplified even even more worse than what the original statement was yeah like look here's the thing is that i mean and this ties back to one of our original episodes which was a cyberbullying episode yeah this yeah and one of the big problems that's propagating this is the limited um uh, uh ramifications and consequences that people have for the things they say online yeah um you know there's no real there's no police or there's no um um there's no regulation there's online. no consequences yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the Wild no. West, like you said. Yeah, it's un um, unlimited control. And yeah, it's like gunslingers everywhere. Gunslingers. That's all it is. And then you your your Twitter account or whatever account you have can be blocked. But Absolutely. Then, but, but then you then, can rejoin again. Of course you can. You go and make a new email address. Yeah, make a new email address and you're back online. Yeah, that's it. Boom. 20, you're done. You're there to troll again. A couple of hours, you're back. Yeah. New identity. And maybe you might be blocked again, but you can continuously and constantly make yeah. new accounts. Reimagine yourself again. And that's it. Yeah. You know, you can be anyone you want online. Yeah. And and as if you have a VPN, which most people should mm -hmm. have a VPN, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Then you can be in anywhere in the world. Yeah. You could be anywhere you want in the world. Anywhere. You could be in Sydney. Yeah. You could be in Japan, yeah. Tokyo. You could be anywhere. Yeah. My God. Yeah. You are literally a ghost. Unlimited. Online. Yeah. You are a true ghost yeah. online. Yeah. Um. So that's the thing. Like, you know. Um, I think there's so many facets to this whole um, uh, freedom of speech argument. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a facet of targeted marketing. There's the yeah. facet of haters and trolls mm -hmm. and social justice warriors. Yeah. Uh, there's the facet of, oh gosh, my God, you know, there's just so many. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but unfortunately, I think most of them um, are really pointing to just one thing that we really have. a uh, In this country, we do have um, freedom of speech, but we have such a diluted form of it that is it truly freedom of speech anymore? No, it's not. I don't think it is. No, it's not. Maybe 20 or 30 years ago, it was more more freedom of speech potentially com compared to now yeah because you didn't have this like what happened with that case study you just mentioned that uh, was just one of yeah many. yeah one of many but there was other there was a news reader i've forgotten his name i think it happened last year or the year before but he said something uh, um a negative a very number he's he's i think it was a um a quote he said something but it was out of context and it got amplified in the media and he had to resign. He lost his job. Yeah. Like, yeah. look, I mean, th there have been circumstances where someone genuinely says something offensive. Yeah, right? offensive. Uh, and that that's fine. OK, because the thing is, is that when you're in a media job like that, you have to be you there have to, to be... cater for the masses. Yeah. You have to be as neutral and non-offensive as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is why I'm surprised Piers Morgan has managed to keep any job. <laughs> You know, I just yeah. don't understand how someone so stout so, in his opinion. Yeah, so over the line yeah, sometimes. Is, is able to keep a job as a morning show host. No, but he, yeah, and he's got a day job on a regular Monday yeah. to Friday. But then he's, but I think he's got a lot of people. He knows a lot of people. He's got a huge following as in well. In high places yeah. that have kept him. Well, he used to be editor of News of the World, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was back. Yeah. yeah, he was editor of News of the World. He was a naughty boy. Uh, so that was owned boy. by Rupert Murdoch, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah, yeah. He so, was a very naughty boy, yeah, Piers Morgan. Yeah, he, he was. was involved in the phone hacking scandal, yes, wasn't he? Yes, he was one of the big guys in the phone hacking scandal. He was, yeah, 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 yeah very naughty boy. Yeah. I remember uh, he was a cheeky monkey. I'm yeah. bringing that phrase back. Okay, that's yeah. yeah I haven't heard you say <laughs> that for a long time. I know. He was a cheeky monkey. Yeah, he was. cheeky chappy. Yeah. Cheeky, cheeky chappy. Yeah. What did um, he do? You know, th you know Steve Coogan, the actor? Yeah. Yeah, he hacked his phone as well, Whoa, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Steve Coogan, a few other, a few, a other, few other celebrities, yeah, a few other celebrities as well. Mm. I think Steve Coogan was the only one who actually pursued the suit, the sue, the lawsuit against him, against no, against News of the World, which okay. involved him, of okay. course. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, bloody hell. He's like Teflon as well. He's nothing touches him. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But I think people just enjoy the fact, like Trump. You know, people yeah. enjoy the fact that he doesn't care. Yeah, it's a. He's also reminds me of Jeremy Clarkson. He's another one. Oh, he, Jeremy. We, everyone loves Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. Jeremy Clarkson just reminds everyone as a guy that you go to the pub with. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. Never been to a pub. But yeah, he's one of those guys. You, yeah. He's, he's your mate. He's your mate. Down that's the what road. he is. He's yeah. a mate. Mate. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what he is. He's a mate who's stuck in his way. Yeah. Who isn't willing to change. No. He doesn't like the fact that technology is ruling the world. No. He likes internal combustion. And that's it. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he, he probably didn't have a social media account for years. No. And he probably, he, he probably does now, but. Oh yeah. He's, he's an yeah. internet celebrity now. Yeah. Uh, he's got that YouTube channel. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. That was it. Top Gear's gone on, on, on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's not part of Top Gear anymore. Not but Top Gear, matter. but his, his Grand equivalent. Tour. Grand Tour. Yeah. Basically. Well, that's finished now. Is it finished? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they had their last episode. Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, gone now. But they've got this YouTube channel together called Drive or something like that, or Drive Tribe. Okay, or something so they're still like doing that. something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's him, uh, Clark, uh, him, May, and Hammond. And Hammond are doing still it together. together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, they're doing it together. Oh, that's good. Um, but uh, yeah, one hell of a tangent that was. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a totally <laughs> different tangent. Uh, but but uh, listen, yeah. like, in my opinion, do we have it better than other countries? Of course we do. Do we have it better than China, for example? Of course we oh, do. Of course you do. You know, do we have it better than, than Russia? You know, uh, than Russia? Yes, of course we do. Do we have it better than Saudi Arabia? Of course we do. Mm. But listen, like freedom of speech isn't something that should be variable across uh, country to country. It should be uh, one of the few consistencies that we have across the world, and something that every human. Um, has the right to have yeah regardless of your race regardless of your religion yeah. and your socioeconomic position yeah your your absolute human right should always be to have absolute freedom of speech do we have it i don't think we do without control from a, a government or um um some kind of public authority controlling you yeah or a private company or a private company yeah you know um 
do should we have boundaries and guidelines and stuff like that in society of course we should those mm. are called laws yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> they're called laws yeah yeah. Those are called laws, like you have to abide by the law. Yeah, you need the legal framework yeah. to, to accompany it. When you break the law, people shouldn't, you know, we're, we're not in like India or something like that, where when somebody is deemed to be like a pervert or something, they drag him into the middle it's, of the street and yeah. they beat them to death. What's it called? Mob, meta- mob, yeah, mob mentality. Mob mentality, yeah. That's you know, and, and like, yeah, mob... I'm not just targeting India, you know, there are so yeah, many other countries that do, do this. that as well. But, Lots you know, of countries do that. Um, you know, Pakistan, which yeah. is where you and I are from. Yeah. Um, or our families are from. There's rather. many there's many cases that have happened there as well. Yeah, listen, where that happens. Like there are so many cases I could say unjustly. Unjustly. Unjustly where children have school yeah. schoolboys yeah, yeah, recently have been accused of behaving um you know uh, inappropriately, inappropriately with women. Yeah. Uh, falsely accused. And, and then, instead of exercising due diligence and understanding the situation, lynch, these school uh, children have been mob. publicly lynched. Yeah, pump, publicly lynched, yeah. You know, by these mobs. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I think you know exactly who I'm, yeah, I'm talking know, about, Yeah, I know. I know a few of the cases. Yeah. yeah very, there was a few famous ones. Very neg- bad cases. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what's the difference between that and this so-called sophisticated Western version, this digital version of public lynching? Public lynching online. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. We need to stop this mob mentality nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to allow the frameworks that we have, i.e. the judicial systems, uh, the regulation systems that we have, to do their job. Yeah. And we need to stop taking the law into our own hands without exercising proper due diligence mm-hmm. um, and recognising that we all have freedom of speech. Yeah. When someone does a hate crime, they should be held accountable to that. And it is not people's job to do that. No. You know, this isn't like, you know, Judge Dredd or something like that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but then don't you think also the, the platforms need to create the framework and the legal framework around them to be more more morally um, accountable? Whereas at the moment they've been allowed because they've evolved um, so quickly and people like they all recently, they only most of them started maybe 15 years ago, 10 to 15, so recent, right? 10, yeah. 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. And then people didn't know how influential they would become over this period of time. And the the social and the legal control hasn't been there. And it's been trying to catch up rapidly now because of some of the cases and what's happened around the world. Completely agree with you, to be completely honest. Um, And I'd actually add even further. So the chap who owns Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Yeah. uh, He has been really well recorded recently to say that, like, he's very disappointed about the way that Twitter have been controlling these trolls and haters. Yeah. Um, on the internet, mm-hmm. on on Twitter, excuse yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that the problem is, is that he never thought when he created Twitter, he never thought that they would be in the position that they are today. Yeah, it would be end up it being grew this too quickly. Yeah, it, they've grown so rapidly. Yeah, all of them. I don't believe it is to to. Okay, let me give you an example. Yeah, I used to work in finance. Yeah. Okay. In particular, I used to work in hedge funding. Mm-hmm. which is the greyest area of finance you the can most possibly work in. The most obscure area, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the, a biker gang, Yeah, you know. Yeah. They're like the, mo- the, the, the craziest version of motorcyclists. Okay. Hedge funders are the craziest the versions version of, of fi- fi- financiers. Fancy, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like asking a hedge fund to regulate itself. Exactly. They will never do it. No. And if they do, it will be hell. <laughs> It'd be the craziest regulation. You can't ask a private company to regulate itself. Yeah. I'll tell you what, for the growth that they've had, I genuinely believe that things like places like Twitter and Facebook Mm -hmm. are probably doing the best that they can to regulate themselves um, while also maintaining their own um, uh, position. Mm -hmm. True. They're not going to go out and fully regulate themselves. How on earth... Can people, can governments expect them to do that? Mm-hmm. That is a lazy government. Yeah, yeah. You need to go out, governments. Okay, I'm talking directly to you. All, all governments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to go out. You need to, you need to stop comprising yourselves of people who are over the age of 90. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of them, they, they're not, the policymakers don't understand. Yeah, most of these um, uh, uh, legislators, uh, they have just got a phone. Yeah. They, they literally that. recently probably just got a phone. Yeah. And they probably won't have, they probably just got Twitter, maybe. Yeah, they probably just about understand what it is, yeah. let alone what it's capable of. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they're probably still getting over the fact that fax isn't still a thing. Yeah. You know, so like they've probably still got a file of fax in their briefcase. You know, so so come on, chaps, you know, wake up, get some proper advice. Yeah. You know, put some effort in, regulate these private companies that are there to make a profit. Mm -hmm. They're not there to make our lives better. No, no. Okay, they're there to make a profit. (laughs) You know, regulate them, save our free speech, Mm -hmm. freedom of speech. You know, give your people what you say that we have, which is freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. Actually give it to us. Yeah. And regulate these damn companies. Mm -hmm. You know, why do we have the SEC? Or the Ameri- why do Americans have the SEC? Why do we have the FCA? Yeah. Because you can't trust a private company to regulate itself. Exactly. <laughs> we, we, need, we need them to all work collaboratively yeah. in order to get some regulation out there. Literally. Because these guys are struggling themselves. They're struggling themselves. They do not know what to do. If you ask On a private to company to regulate itself, it will do the bare minimum it needs to. Yeah. End of the story. The basics. Yeah. yeah. And I think... You know, they've done as much as they possibly can. Um, because at the end of the day, they have to serve their own self-interest. Mm. And their self-interest is to is make to a make profit. Money. Yeah. To make money. To service the day. their customers, yeah. who are the advertisers. The advertisers. Yeah. And they will continue to um, infiltrate and take and steal and, um, uh, you know, target our information. They will continue to implement long-term cookies uh, into our systems. Yeah. Uh, and watch and look at us. What Harvest we do. our data. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we will continue being the product. Yeah. Until these regulators do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like this herd mob mentality. Yeah. Regulators need to step in and they need to stop these things from happening. You know, I mean, I'd love to do more episodes on this, to be honest, and discuss it in more detail with you after some research as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. There's There's so many different avenues that we can go down. Totally. To further explore this, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely something really interesting. It's a hot topic right now as yeah. well. Very current at the moment. Yeah, t- yeah. T- super. Super. But yeah. uh, you know what? I've just realised, I think this might be our longest episode ever. Seriously, no way. An hour and two minutes. Oh my God. Can you <laughs> we imagine? We didn't even realise. We didn't even realise. <laughs> no. You know, there's, there's, there's I don't some even episodes. feel like we could end this at, at this I point. I think there's loads more to go. <laughs> yeah. We've got another hour in this. <laughs> We've got easily... <laughs> No, but we have to end it because this. We have to end yeah, it. We sorry. don't want to kill you guys. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> drain you. You know um, what? We're probably going to get comments on there saying my brain came out my nose or something. No. And we always try to just go over the basic fundamentals of each of the topics. We don't go too much because we only have basically a 40, is it 45 minutes? We try to. We try roughly, and hit that. Yeah, we try to hit around 45 minutes on each episode. But, but that, that's um, why we have our series though. The, yeah, if we, you guys want yeah, more, we do a series, then a follow up, and we go further into some of the topics we've touched on in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, look, um, because it felt so easy. That's why it we was could, so cool. We could go on for a day, maybe, on this topic. You know what? I definitely feel as though hours. that we've got maybe th- two or three more episodes out of this easily. easily. Yeah, uh, and like I said, this is our longest episode ever. Yeah, and. I'm still buzzing. There is a invisible shackle. I thought, I thought the invisible shackles was one of our longest ones. The first, the ones on. I think um, that was about uh, an hour. Yeah, that was a long one. Yeah, but I think we're at an hour and five now. Actually, okay, cool. And then once, once I put in the song, the, the song. Yeah, you go over. We'll be an hour and ten, I think. Okay. This think is a crazy episode. Yeah, we have to call it there. This is a great episode. Yep, definitely. Um, listen, guys, we are going to be doing more episodes on this. Like I said, go to the website, please. Leave a comment. If you want to suggest, uh, hey, listen, I had this idea yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a comment on the first blog post. Yes. Uh, where a guy who was basically asking if we want to recommend or suggest uh, podcast topics. Okay. Or blog topics. Yeah. Where can we do it? Yeah. I was thinking of putting a portal on the website where people can fill out a form and suggest um, uh, topics. Definitely. Yeah. Because then it'd be easier for them to go to one source rather than in three different areas, just put topics in there. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck that in tonight. Just actually. like a, a link, a page. A yeah, yeah, page. like a contact form. Contact form. And so you, you can put, just put your name. Yeah. And then you what what you think it would be. Yeah. And you can just submit that, and then we'll send yeah. it to one of our email addresses. Yeah, yeah, it would just go there. Yeah. I think we had that on the you know when before Spotify when we was on. Um, 
Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, well, people you could put used, it on the comments. People used to leave some yeah. right near the beginning in the first month. Do you remember? Yeah, there was yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. of uh, suggestions. Yeah, that was before we got off Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um. Uh, now we're Spotify all the way. Yeah, Spotify till the end. Spotify till the end. People from Spotify, please listen. Include us in that Joe Rogan deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could be the opening act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we, we want to be uh, part of that, please. Thank yeah. you. 125 million is a lot of money. We'll, we'll take two percent we just take yeah a couple of percent yeah that's it and we're, we're happy with that yeah. thank you very much okay <laughs> um okay i'm gonna um uh, look for a song yes look for a song i'm not wearing my glasses so i need to go away from the mic for a okay. second <laughs> do you want to talk to the people please okay talk to the people <laughs> yeah so we've got a couple of more episodes lined up in the next couple of weeks and some of them are a follow-ons from this episode and then we've also got some pod uh pods coming up as well yeah yeah okay i've got a song okay we've got a song um i'm gonna play sorry by sworn sorry by sworn okay sorry by sworn. interesting i think it'll be interesting it's interesting uh once again guys i just want to let you know that all these songs uh are chill hop record songs that's right chill hop. uh and we uh, have long-term collaborated with them. We love mm-hmm. their songs. We love what they're doing. They yeah. love what we're we're doing. So we showcase some of these uh, some of these artists at the end of the thing. So do feel free to check them out on YouTube. And if you do, pop it down in the mm-hmm. description that you've come from us. And most of these artists, like they're like independent. They are uh, artists who are up and coming. They're not. They are. Most of them are quite small. Yeah. Small, um, small so artists. yeah, listen, it will be great. Like I said, if you do go onto their YouTube channel. Just yeah. pop down the uh, description that you've come from the Curiosity Project. Yeah. We'll really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, okay. yeah, it was really good. Yeah, really good. Take care for now. Have a good one. Uh, adios, guys. Take See care. Bye-bye. Bye.